Hi guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the Field Trips podcast. My name is Alexa, if you didn't already know that, and I'm going to be the one talking for this entire time. It's just me. But what I wanted to start with was really quickly, what the heck is even this podcast going to be about? And I could honestly go on for an hour and I had like an episode plan just to introduce it. And I was like, why do that when I can just do what I'm going to say I'm doing? Like, what's the point of telling everyone what I'm going to do when I can just do it? And it will be obvious. So I want this podcast to be about traveling essentially, but the way that travel fits into our everyday lives, because unless you're extremely fortunate to be in the position to be traveling 24 seven for your job or just for fun, because you don't need a job, um, it's unrealistic, I think, to sort of just be talking about the fact that like of when we're traveling. So that's why I wanted to do something that sort of incorporates travel as a lifestyle, maybe like as a priority, I think is what I'm trying to say. So like it's a priority for us, but you know, we're normal people who have normal jobs. Some of us might like our jobs. Some of us might not like our jobs, but either way, they are what enable us to travel. So that's pretty much it. And I'm going to start today as you've probably seen in the title, talking about um, a trip I'm taking in three days to Hong Kong and the seven steps to packing well. Um, I was going to do tips, but I realized tips are actually really unhelpful because they don't give you a process or a framework. So I wanted to do like seven steps to packing well um, to help it be an easier and less stressful process and something you don't regret by the time you actually get to where you're going. So I am going to Hong Kong on the 2nd of July for six days. So I fly out on the 2nd and then I'll fly back on Tuesday the 9th, but I leave Hong Kong on Monday night. So I'll have maybe six days, I think, thereabouts, <laughs> six days while I'm there to, like, to actually do things, um, including the day I fly out because I don't fly out till 7.30. So I'm a spontaneous person, I think kind of okay I'm not not actually okay I think I'd be lying to you if I said that I'm not a spontaneous person by nature but I love doing things spontaneously that I'm constantly ready I don't know if anyone else is like that but it's like I would die if someone was just like quick let's go here but if I've been planning in my head all the possible spontaneous things that I might be able to do throughout the year in terms of traveling I guess I'm kind of like half prepared for them anyway. So when it happens, I feel like I'm being spontaneous, but actually I've like half planned this in my head already, which I might be the only person in the world who does that, but oh well, that's just how my brain works. So we had a friend who was over from Hong Kong last week and she said, you should come and visit me. And I was like, yay, that would be great. And then she's like, come in the 1st of July. And I was like, yay, that would be great. And then I realized the 1st of July was in like seven days. So literally in the four days before now, it's been so like, yes, I'm going to go. Oh my gosh, I don't know if this is going to work. Yes, I'm going to go. I don't know if it's going to work. And then I just booked my flights and was like, well, guess I'm going then. <laughs> but the more like before Debbie had said, you should come visit me in Hong Kong. I had never really thought of going, not in a serious way anyway. Like I knew one day I want to go to every country in the world. So that's probably the extent that I would thought that I thought I would go to Hong Kong simply just to have gone. But I certainly didn't think I'd be going this year or in the next like three years. 
but the more I researched about Hong Kong, the more I read blogs about it, the more I like just understood, like I listened to the couple of podcasts about traveling in Hong Kong and I was like obsessed. I can't believe I'm only going for six days, but it just sounds like the coolest place on earth. And I could finish this series with an episode that's like, would not recommend going because it might be completely different to what I expect or I might be completely different to the people who wrote the blog posts that I read therefore my experience would be really different but for the most part I'm really looking forward to it. it just seems like a place that has a lot going on probably to a degree where it's overwhelming for some people but I love those kinds of atmospheres so I'm looking forward to it but it's also going to be extremely hot so we'll see how we go quick history on Hong Kong and please don't fact check me on like the specifics of this because you will be disappointed most likely but from my understanding Hong Kong used to be England's England gave it back to China it's China's now but also kind of its own country like <laughs> that's such a vague understanding of it but that's kind of what I've gotten from what I've heard and what I've read Hong Kong is a really international place in the sense of jobs and um, like it's a really large financial city in the world so in the terms of jobs and things like that that are available there is a large community of expats that live there um, and it still retains a lot of it's it's forged its own way in terms of culture and um, its differentiation from both England and China but it still holds a lot of the influence from both those places yeah, it just means English is pretty widely spoken. I've read a lot about the major views, like climbs you can do, markets you can go to, but I've can't like I've made a list of a few major things I want to do, but I've mostly left it open just to be able to say what is worth seeing in Hong Kong. Like I trust your judgment of what I need to see when I'm here. Um but then also being able to go and see those few things that are probably a bit more iconic and touristy, but I think will still be worth seeing for my first trip to Hong Kong. Because it's something you've got to do once, I think, like climbing the peak and going to see the, like, the huge brass Buddha, but I doubt there'll be things that I do every single time I go back. But having said that, it's going to be rainy and really hot and really humid, so I might not we may get to the top of those things and not be able to see anything. So there's still a chance that I'll do it when I get back. All right, now two, eight, seven steps to packing well. So my goal in these steps is to wear everything that I pack and not hate it all when I arrive. That happened to me so many times that I had to figure out, okay, how do I, like, how do I actually like my outfits once I get there? And the main, like, I think the main thing that I've realized is flexibility because sometimes I just don't like being told what to do, even if I've told myself to do it. <laughs> so like, if I get to see an outfit, I'm like, meh, I'm a bit uninspired by that. I get more frustrated when I have no other options. So if I've brought things that are like just singular items, like dresses or jumpsuits or something like that, that I can't easily just mix and create an outfit I hadn't really planned on. So flexibility is like the big thing that I look for and not just taking singular items that you can't 
mix around if you get bored because I, that happens to me really quickly. Like sometimes just having thought of the outfit two weeks ago, I've been thinking about it for so long, I'm bored of it already and I haven't even worn it, which is frustrating, but oh well, just how it works. So I came up with this kind of system, which I've never really written down until now, but I've realized this is what I do each time to make sure that I'm packing things that I'm actually gonna wear and like wearing. Now, Hong Kong is gonna be so hot, like minimum of 28, maximum 33 or something. So I'm not looking forward to that, but I am looking forward to going and I'm so, 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 so glad that I looked and I really like researched the weather at this time of year because it's just gonna be hot and that's fine. Like everything will still be the same, but it'll just make like what you're wearing when it's hot makes such a difference as to like, well, for me anyway, how comfortable I am and how much fun I have. So I'm really glad I looked. And another thing I want to note before I start is these steps were created for someone, well, me, who really, really loves clothes. Like I love clothing so much. I love the creative side of like creating outfits. Wow, I just say create a lot. I love the creative side of putting together outfits. And that's why I make such a point of going about all of this. If you don't care, really what you're wearing, you just kind of want to know like the process of packing. I will make sure I note when these steps stop being relevant to you. Cause there's still like bits at the start, I think are still important whether or not you are like obsessed with clothes or not. So I will make sure I note when it starts to become a bit, probably obsessive isn't the right word, but you know what I mean. So because it's going to be hot, I've packed a lot of breathable clothing. So things that are made of linen and cotton, especially like linen and cotton tops and things like that. Um, skirts as well, nothing too heavy. So even if I have like a midi skirt, it's not made of something really heavy and thick. So if it's breathable, it doesn't really matter because then the wind goes straight through you and you cool down really quickly. Um, dresses and sandals, that's a big thing. I, I love sneakers so much, but I've had to refrain from packing four pairs because I just know like they trap the heat in your body so quickly. So I've just packed one pair because I do love them. But for the most part, I've got like slides and sandals and stuff because otherwise I'll just overheat for no reason. Well, for the sake of wearing shoes that I love, which doesn't feel worth it when I looked at just how uncomfortable I would be. Um, so yeah, a lot of dresses, things like that. And the last thing that I took into consideration, which is, I think is relevant for any hot country you're going to, if you're not going on a beach holiday. So if you're going to be there and it's really hot, but you're not going to be like at the beach 24 seven is I'm not counting on wearing a lot of things twice because, oh, well maybe, yeah, no, I'm not really. There's a few things, but not like I haven't just got five pieces that I'm going to mix and match every day which I might do if it was really cold. And actually I probably would, like if I was going to a cold country, I'd know that I can just mix and match my base layers every day. And unless I do something really active, they're not gonna get really dirty and gross very quickly. So I can rewear them a few times. Whereas I know that the with the heat in Hong Kong, it's just gonna be too hot and they're gonna be too sweaty by the end of the day to go, I wanna wear this again tomorrow. So until I know what access I'll have to like, a washing machine and everything. I just, I didn't want to 
rely on that. So I just went for as minimal double ups as I could, which actually goes against my steps a little bit, but it's something you've got to consider if you don't want to be wearing gross clothes for the whole time. The first step is going over your itinerary and literally just taking stock of the number of outfits that you will need. So by itinerary, I mean days, nights, amount of times you want to work out if you're that way inclined. Um, I really like doing that when I'm away. Some people like their holiday to be a break from that. That depends. It's completely up to you. Um, whether you'll be swimming at all, like outfits for the day, outfits for night, all that kind of stuff. So, and as I said, it depends on the kind of holiday you're going on. You'll be able to figure that out based on the loose idea of what you've got. So my plan for this trip has essentially been day outfits, night outfits. Um, I've got one pair of swimmers just because it's hot. I don't know if I'll use them, but I just pack them because I didn't want to be there without them. Um, as well as like pajamas and active wear. And I've got a couple of pairs of active wear because I know I'll have like quite a few opportunities. And I went, if they're hot and gross, like same reasons as before, I just went for a couple more. So once you've counted them all and put them into the category, so you're like, okay, so I'm going to need seven day outfits in total because I'm gone for seven days. But two of those seven will be travel outfits one of them will be entering the heat, one of them will be leaving the heat. Now, I think of it in this depth because if I'm uncomfortable in what I'm wearing, it's like puts me in such a bad mood. So if you're not that worried, don't worry about thinking about it in this much depth because otherwise it's such a waste of your time. But I know on my way there, I have a dress and sneakers and a really light cardigan because it'll be cold in Australia, cold on the plane, and then really hot when I get to Hong Kong at about, I think it's about 10, no, five o'clock in the afternoon but my jumper is small enough that I know I can fold it and put it in my bag and it's not like a huge chunky thing to have to be carrying around so I've planned my outfit going into the heat and then I know coming out of the heat I don't fly out till 7 30 so I'll have a whole day of things before I actually leave and I think I'll just plan on going to the airport and then getting changed into something more comfortable because then I'm in the air conditioning and then I'm kind of in a cool environment for the rest of my trip home and then I get back to Australia where it'll be very cold. Well, very cold in Australian standards, not compared to the rest of the world. So once we've, so you lay out all your outfits. So for example, five day outfits, two travel outfits, six, nine outfits, whatever that looks like. And then you'll already have a loose idea of what it is you want to wear I'm, I'm sure you kind of have like a vague plan in your head already so now you have a loose idea of the like outfits that you'll need lay out all the clothes that you want to take and just dream big <laughs> don't think about how big is my suitcase how much weight do I have just go for it lay out everything if it's everything you own lay out everything you own if it's just your summer clothes lay out your summer clothes like for me that's mostly what I did I just put all my summer clothes out and thought okay, let's just take stock of what I actually have because I forget that most of the time and either I realize I've given something away that I thought I still had or I realize I have so many things that I'd forgotten about since last summer or like last winter, depending on what I'm doing. And especially because if you're going to the opposite climate, your clothes might be packed away or all that kind of thing. So you want to be able to take them out and just have a look at what you've got and plan your outfits without looking at your itinerary so you've got a loose idea which is all you need 
but go for like five to seven outfits beyond what you actually need because subconsciously once you actually choose what you're going to take you're going to feel like you're taking like the best of the best options not just well they were all I could think of so that's what I took because if you like me it really changes your mindset towards your outfits and it can change the way that you see them once you get there so again if you don't think about it this much just forget what I'm saying so once you've laid them all out and you've kind of chosen a bunch of outfits I want you to count how many outfits you have for each category and then the for the categories that you have more outfits than you need get rid of your least favorite one straight away and that's easy to figure out just get rid of the one that you think will be is your least favorite or the least comfortable or the least practical whatever it is that's important to you get rid of that one first and the same for each category but for things like pajamas and travel clothes you might just have the set amount you need for that and you don't really have to worry so much about refining that but just get rid of one of each for now and then put everything in your suitcase zip it up and just leave it in the corner of your room for about a week I would say about a week because this is now going to give you the time to forget about everything that you put in that bag and really come back to it with fresh eyes. So if you struggle, like I really struggle to refine it because I've like fallen in love with an outfit since I created it 10 minutes ago, even though it's so impractical. And so I did my packing a week ago. I did this, I put it all up, zipped it up, put it outside my room and just let it sit there. And then today I opened it back up again and was able to go, oh my gosh, I'm never, I'm not gonna wear these pants while I'm there. Like it will be way too hot as much as I love them and I've not gotten a chance to wear them yet, I know I would just be so uncomfortable in them if I was there. So it kind of gives you the chance to look at it with fresh eyes and it allows you to refine it a bit more. So then you really look at it practically and this is where you now sit down. So your week has passed, or however long you can afford to leave it. The, the time has passed, the resting time, the simmering time, probably more like it. And then you're able to open it up again and go, Okay, now you look at your itinerary, and I had just written down today, Wednesday, I just put Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night, and I started writing down everything that I knew that I had. And so as I was unpacking my suitcase, essentially, I kind of pulled everything out-ish, like neatly, and then I was going to repack it in. So as I was doing that, I was kind of actually putting like changing some outfits, realizing, oh, this is what I would wear this with, and then I was writing them into each day. And so I pop them all in. So then, now that my suitcase is closed, I only have the number of day outfits that I need and the number of night outfits that I need and everything else. So then you get the chance to refine it. And I think I left out, sorry, I would have, yeah, I left out about seven pieces of clothing that I was just like, too hot, too impractical. Don't, just straight up don't need that. Um, and during the refining process, I was able to think, which is an important thing to look over is what is my ratio of tops to bottoms like? What's my ratio of t-shirts to blouses like? Because sometimes I end up taking all t-shirts and nothing actually like a bit dressier and then I regret that once I get there or vice versa. So you're able to look at your ratio of what you've got in your bag as well as shoes. Like I said, I like left out so many pairs of sneakers because I just knew I did not need to take them. Um, and put in one extra pair of sandals just for options but it gives you the chance to also shrink the amount of clothes you're taking so then 
you don't end up like worrying about your weight limit. Like, I think I have 30 kilos on every flight and my bag is probably 12 or 13 and that's it like full because I chose a smaller bag. I knew that otherwise I would just pack it full of stuff that I did not need. So when you're choosing your bag, that's something to note as well. Like how much do I really need? And I always think if I looked at a picture of myself with my bag and thought that chick's going to Hong Kong for seven days, does the bag match that phrase? And I was looking at this one I was going to take and I was like, it does not. It looks like I'm going for three weeks or something. So I refined it, took it down to a smaller bag. And now I know I've filled up one side of it. I've got my shoes and like my toiletries in the other. And I know I can still fit stuff in if I find anything over there that I want to bring back. And that's always important for me as well, because I don't want to be without space to bring back like souvenirs or presents for people or anything that I find. Another important thing about refining your outfits a second time is now three days out from my trip, I am way more excited about just going to Hong Kong and experiencing it. And I'm less obsessed with what I'll wear. Even though I love clothes and I love like creating outfits, I've kind of done that part now and now I'm just excited to go. So I know that whatever's in my suitcase is great and I'm just excited to get there. So I'm able to be a little bit more ruthless with it. And if you're not at that point yet, maybe you have to wait until the night before to do it, but it's important to find where that balance is for you. So now it comes to the point of actually putting them in your bag. Now this, people ask me this quite a bit. They're like, how do you pack this? Or how do you like fit loads of stuff in? Or do, are you really minimalistic? And I'm saying I'm about in the middle. I'm not over the top, but I'm certainly not minimalistic. I will not try and say that I am because I definitely could not go with a travel on bag. Sorry, a travel on, a carry on bag. But when it comes to winter, so if I'm going somewhere that it's cold, obviously like a lot of knits, a lot of jumpers, a lot of jeans, they take up more space. So I really try and save space and roll all of them. I'm um, like when we went to Sydney recently, all my stuff was rolled and tucked in and everything like that. Whereas I realized when I was packing for Hong Kong, I really didn't need to roll them. Like I could fit in twice the amount of summer clothes, just laying them flat than I could going to Sydney because I just wasn't taking any coats. I wasn't taking any really chunky knitwear. So that made it way easier to pack. So with these ones, then I'm thinking, okay, if I don't need to roll them, like that's not going to be detrimental to fitting everything in. I roll everything in, sorry, I don't roll. I fold everything kind of just like in half, in half again and lie them really flat because then they are less crinkled by the time I get there. They're not without crinkles, but it's not like they've been scrunched up in this tiny ball and just shoved in, which sometimes they have, but it makes it easier when they're not looking like they need to be washed or like I don't need to iron something. So I have just sort of folded everything flat in one side of the suitcase. And then on the other side, I have my shoes, like I said, toiletries and all of that, my toiletries and everything, I don't pack until the night before. So the night before, after my shower, I pack everything. And then the morning of, I have my suitcase sitting open and I do my makeup, do my hair, whatever I need, and then put everything in. So jewelry and stuff I can pack the night before as well, especially if it's like everyday stuff that I'm just not wearing on the way there. But then I do everything the morning before and then go. 
And that's it. Now, I understand not everyone really cares that much about what they wear when they're going. So if you are one of these people, I'd say still go over the itinerary for how much you need because at the end of the day, you can not care about what you're wearing. If you take like 10 pairs of shorts and one top, you're going to be annoyed at yourself. Um, so go over, have a look at what you need. Think about like, do I need anything particularly formal or particularly casual or like I said, like active wearing swimmers. Make a really loose list um, and then you can figure out pretty much if you can be brutal from the start you can just skip the second refining process and just go no I'm happy with it it's good and you can probably do that two days before because you're not really worried about having time to come back to it um, so if that's you do that just keep in mind do you want to bring anything home do you will you have the opportunity to buy clothes while you're there like is it that kind of place where you might want to pick up a few new things all that kind of stuff, depending on your holiday, make a list. And then also consider, so big part of my packing, so for my carry-on, my carry-on is my technology backpack, as I call it, which I probably shouldn't say because if someone just took it off my shoulder, they would be very well off because in my bag I put, so I have a backpack that I bought in Japan and it's so roomy and it fits my MacBook in it perfectly. So I take that with my computer charger, my two cameras, charging cords for everything. So like I have a little bag for all my charging cords and everything so that they don't get messy in there and they're kind of a bit more tidy inside my carry-on bag. But then I have cases for my cameras, like little fabric ones that they just sit in and like wraps around them. They sit in there, all of that kind of stuff. I have a book, I have a pen, like whatever I might need. I put that in my carry-on and I have that in my backpack. And then I also have depending on the time of day that I'm going to be arriving. Like if I'm getting there at night and I know I'm just going to be going straight to where I'm staying, I usually don't take a handbag, but it just depends on what my plans are for when I get there. Like, will I want, like if I'm going to be able to ditch my things, I make sure that I've got like a smaller bag on hand to just throw what I need in. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Please let me know what you think. I'm going to be recording probably, hopefully a few. I'm going to see how it goes, but hopefully two or three episodes while I'm in Hong Kong. And I'm going to take you around with me and you'll actually get to hear what it's like to be there. I was going to say you'll be able to smell it, but you for sure won't be able to smell it unless there's something that I don't know. But just to experience it a little bit more to hopefully give you guys an idea and kind of talk you through what I'm doing, how it's going, what I'm thinking, all that kind of stuff. So we'll see how that goes. And I will also update you on whether or not my packing has actually served me well, because it does for the most part, but there always seems to be one thing that I'm like, damn it, why didn't I bring this? So we'll just see how we go. But thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.